This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Too crazy for boys town. Too much of a boy for crazy town. The child was an outcast. Don't put on the show, freaking win the game. Don't put on the show. You win the game. Don't put on the show. You win the game. Don't put on the show. You freaking win the game. You don't put on the show. You win. I pride myself and think of myself as a a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. You want to be a thug. You want to smoke weed and play cars all night, punk. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. We're recording, so oh, okay. <laughs> whenever well, you're ready, I press the button. <laughs> well then, welcome back. Episode whatever. I got a lot to talk about, Jim. A lot of stuff happened. A lot of stuff happened. I don't even... One through five, pick a number. Four. I don't like that number. Pick another one. Two. Okay, we can talk about the finals first. Okay, all right. We can go ahead and get it out of the way. I'm fine with it. Jen, you're so predictable, Jan. Four than two, man. You're just uh, like an open book. Um, I think the Bucks are going to win this series. Woo! I, it brings me no pleasure to say that. I think the Bucks are going to win this series. You think Giannis think, scoring 40 has solved all their not ability to score issues? I think so. Because he was like, listen, I'll prove it's not a fluke. I'll do it again. He did it again. And let me say that this is literally the only time I'll be able to take any sort, not even a victory lap. It was a victory like quarter of a lap. Every series for the Suns, I've said front court depth is going to be a problem. Have I said that to you? I feel like I've said it to you. Yes, you have. And it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> not not in the slightest. Not in the slightest. They rolled through the Lakers, rolled through the Nuggets, rolled through the Clippers, rolled through the first two-sevenths of the NBA Finals. But alas, in Game 3, Scott Foster may or may not have – I mean, he definitely officiated the game. May or may not have 
continued his streak of uh, officiating playoff games that Chris Paul loses. But <laughs> the Giannis, or Giannis, uh, Aiton picked up a couple early fouls, and that was kind of that. Like again, this was for the first time, and the on the reason I think the Bucks are going to win. I don't think the Suns have an adjustment for that. They just, in general, like again, I said it when they were healthy. Now they're without Sarek. It's going to have to be. Can you give me the game three plus? I want to see what Kaminsky was. I feel like he played okay, but I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if I was like, oh wow, they were a negative eighty-two in four minutes. Golly, that's tough. Uh. Let's see. Zoom in a little bit. Yeah. Bingo. Okay. Yeah. I feel like this is exactly right. I feel like I saw him hitting buckets. He had six points, four boards, two assists. He also played about 14 minutes and was a minus 12. I think I, I think that math checks out. So Aiton played 24 minutes, had five fouls. Like, I think, like, scroll, let me see the Bucks minutes, please. I dig myself on a double hole. Uh, yeah. Okay. Brooke Lopez, 21 minutes. The less eight in there is, the less need for Lopez there is. And like when Lopez is not on the court, Giannis, I guess, quote, effectively plays center. I guess you want to call he or Bobby Portis, whatever. But I feel like that's when they, that's when they get good. When they get cooking. Like you look 21 Brooke Lopez minutes, they were plus six. That's a win right there. If you're winning, because that's basically the eight minutes. And if you're winning or even keeping even the eight minutes and try to win the non-eight minutes. And Pat, Pat Connors has been playing really well. I, I don't I would love to crack a joke about him, but I don't I don't I don't have one. I feel like he's played well all playoffs. Uh as a matter of fact, Bobby Portis had a good game off the bench. And give me back to the Suns real quick, please. And yeah, like Paul Booker, book they showed the numbers like before and after nose break. It's just not good. Like I think it's like I think it was twenty eight a game on forty seven percent shooting before breaking his nose to twenty four percent on like thirty seven percent shoot. Like it's it's not a Pat Bev. It's not a. I don't think it's an individual defender thing. Though to their, I think he's being defended well. I don't want to take anything away from them, but. Yeah, it's a problem. He was what three for, yeah, three for fourteen. He had ten point. That that can't happen. One for seven. He had been shooting the three well. Nobody from the Suns really shot it well, which is kind of except for Jay Crowder, six and, seven. <laughs> finals legend. Yeah, Jay Crowder is going to end up with like the most like finals all time three pointers made um, with no rings. He just keeps ending up on the wrong side of it. But, yeah, the Suns as a team hit nine threes, and Jay Crowder hit six of them. So that's not good. Mikael Bridges came back to earth, four points. There goes that finals MVP uh, sleeper buzz. Aiton, again, in 24 minutes, 18 points, nine boards, two steals. But those early fouls, and I think it's going to have to come down to, like if he picks up two early fouls, I think it's going to have to be Monty Williams saying, like, stay in. Or a willingness to bring him back sooner. Like, no, you pick up two early fouls, you sit the rest, rest of the first quarter. That's just kind of tradition. 
if he's willing to be like, okay, like you got to sit for a little bit, but I'm bringing you back early. Like I, you still got another foul. Like we can't take it with us. If this gets to two, two, we are cooked. So I need you to use all either all six of them fouls or all 48 of them minutes. So yeah. Why don't I just tell Aiden don't foul? Just like, don't contest shots. Like just <laughs> don't even jump. Just hit yeah, no, straight just, up. Like it's too valuable. You just like the pick and roll on the offensive end. <laughs> We don't care if Brooke Lopez gets a layup. Like, we can get, allow that to happen all day. Like, we need you on the court. Yeah, well, I think it's more importantly, we need Brooke Lopez on the court. Like, we, <laughs> that's what's like, okay, all right. Don't give him, like, kind of sandbag too much. We want Brooke Lopez to go from playing 21 minutes to 28, 29 minutes. Because um, that means more Aiton on the court, which is good for us. Aiton off the court, they still have a center option. Uh uh Giannis Giannis that guy he plays center um when Lopez is off the court which like it's more space it's more moving I think it helps Giannis defensively I feel like it's just less like at center I just feel like he has less I don't know I guess ground to cover not that it matters he's not hurt at all like I don't it must have been the Nassus that broke his leg out there a week ago I don't know I don't know what happened with that and then uh, give me the Bucks. I think they were, they might have won the minutes when Giannis sat on the bench. Let's see, plus plus twenty when they how many did they win by? Like twenty two. They won by exactly won exactly 20, 20. So. Okay, well, listen, going breaking even in the non Giannis minutes, and when he played thirty eight and not forty eight, that is a win. That is a win when Bobby Portis is a plus nineteen. Off the bench, you can do that. When Pat Connaughton and Jeff Teague, Ugh. Jeff Teague played 13 minutes and was a plus nine. That's, <clears throat> I don't know what that is. Um, that's Bud. Just that's the man. He's, <laughs> he's that's mixing his formula together. That's the he, witch's brew. <laughs> hey, he's something. Uh, okay, give me Suns one more time. I'm sorry, I don't mean to keep. No, I like you're keeping, keeping me on my toes today. We gotta move. Yeah, forward. yeah. No, I'm saying we're jumping around, man. Um, I'm just looking like some of the minutes are kind of skewed because it was like the Abdul Nader seven minutes. Those are like at the end. I gotta uh, be honest. I don't know who Tyshawn Alexander is. I don't know. I uh, I couldn't tell you. And Tory Craig playing is just. I mean, he didn't play particularly well, but. Like I was gonna say, even then, I don't remember. Like, I couldn't tell you a single ter- Tory Craig moment, but he's at 15 minutes of minus 12. So again, the the non eight minutes, yeah, lost by 20. When eight was on the floor, you're minus six. So you were you're kind of treading water. When he's off the court, you're getting just blitzed. Well, I mean, negative six is not treading water, but over short, you can overcome a, a, min- a like a six point run. You're not going to drown with a minus Yeah, six. you can't drown. Like, you'll probably, like, a little, you'll be fucked up for a little bit. But not forever. You know what I mean? So, they're going to have to handle that going forward. They're getting another day of rest. Did you know, because the All-Star game, did you know this? I did. I didn't know. I didn't know this. The NBA Finals is moving a game back as to not go against the MLB All-Star game. Which I get. If this was the reverse, 
if the NBA All-Star game was going up against the MLB World Series, do you think the World Series even like changes their start time? Like, do you think I think the World Series is just like, oh, okay, all right. I don't think they care at all. They try to rush as many games. They played like a doubleheader on All Star Saturday. Like the World Series was trying to try to compete as much as possible. Yeah, like this I, is I baseball. Like, this is America's pastime. That's what I'm saying. Like they're the NBA is like, hey man, we got to get these casual fans. We can't go up against the All Star game. And if it was the flip, the MLB was like, ew, we don't want those NL- <laughs> NBA All Star fans. This is perfect. Uh, so that's very funny to me. But I guess that leads into another topic. Did you watch Home Run Derby? I did not. Oh, boy. There's a lot of dingers. They suck a lot of dingers. Plenty of dingers. Plenty of dingers. Pete Alonzo won. I didn't watch the whole. I think it was probably for the format they're doing it. They switched the four. It was the first time I had seen this format. There's a new format for the Home Run Derby? Yeah, actually, can you find me those? Yeah, because I want to make sure. They change it every single year. They change every. now the batter gets to throw the pitch up himself and hit the home run. Um, That's actually a little impressive. No, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, you get a certain amount of time. It's no more like 10 outs. You get more time for home runs over, I think, 475 feet, which there were a whole lot of them in Coors Field. There were there was a swing-off, a three-swing-off <laughs> between Soto and Otani. Otani was the most exhausted man I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. Which I mean, understandably so. He guys pitching double duty in the altitude, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's starting tonight, ain't he? He's definitely starting the game tonight. He was that man looked like he was about to pass out yesterday. Um, but the I I gotta complain about the All Star pitching, man, or the uh, the home run derby pitching, man. Don't you get to pick your pitcher? Like, shouldn't you? That's the that's I think that's the problem. I think that's the problem because they talked on. I watched the they had two broadcasts, the regular one. I watched the uh, stat broadcast. I'm a big nerd. I like numbers. Did they give you a spreadsheet you could download after each round to really get your own formulas and analytics in there? And you get to fuck the spreadsheet if you're an ESPN (laughs) Plus member, um, which I am. Oh, no, I, um, <laughs> I'm not. Damn, don't tell me about that. <laughs> hey, listen, if there was ever a written now, um, but the stat, bro, it was pretty cool. But it was basically just saying, like, it was talk, like launch angle, mile per hour, the home runs hit, the, the fastest home runs hit the night where they're usually going, like stuff like that. I was like, okay, this is this is the good side of the stats. I think baseball went, they went so far into the stats that for a while, and we're still probably still there. It was all negative, but now I think we're coming out with some of the cool stuff. It's like, okay, this is some of the cool stuff we can't quantify that we couldn't before. I think football's there next because I think football. I don't. Would you say football or basketball hit embraced advanced numbers as a whole first? NFL or NBA? I feel like it's NBA and the whole like three point revolution. I don't know how much NFL like. I just think like PFF. Like I was trying to think of like how, and I know they go back. I was trying to like when did everybody kind of pick up on it? I think it's a. I think it's a case for. I I could see. I don't hate NBA because like the Spurs were do like passing the ball, corner threes, all that while ago but otani's pitcher was setting him up to fail man so the announcers on the broadcast on the one that's why i mentioned the stat cast because that was the broadcast i had they were talking about how like all the hitters like they had a zone right that they were like okay i want my pitch in this zone you know dead center 
you know, up and in, down and low, all that. And they were like, okay, this is where the pitcher is trying to throw. Nobody but Pete Alonzo's guy was consistently throwing where he wanted to throw. So I feel like the thing should have been not can you throw where I want it? Can you wherever you're throwing, can you throw it consistently? If you're throwing it, like if you're just throwing it a little bit high consistently, I'll adjust. If you're throwing it up and in consistently, I'll adjust. Alonzo's guy was putting them on the like right down the pipe. He had 35 in a round, which you don't get that when you have 10 out. 35? He hit 35 home runs. Yeah, yeah. In uh, three minutes? That's the thing. Yeah, can you find me the uh like you get extent it's a lot. You get more time for more dingers? Yeah, it's it's complex. Um yeah, I want to see the rules on the screen if we can, because I like you get one timeout, like a sixty, I think a sixty second timeout. Though I think Soto got two. Somebody got two, and I was like, what the hell? Um here we go. We're looking at the home run limit. Or excuse me, home run derby rules. It's under the new format. Batters have a three-minute time limit each to hit as many home runs as they can. The finals will be two minutes. They're allowed to take as many swings as they would like, as they do not take a penalty for swinging and failing to hit a home run. Uh, the clock starts as soon as the first pitch is thrown. Oh, yeah, it's also a, a pitcher pace thing. Because it's not outs, it's just timed. It's in your best incentive to get as many swings, which is as many pitches as possible. And so I think it was Alonzo. Alonzo's guy was like grabbing like four baseballs at a time, like chuck, 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 reload, chuck, 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 reload. Otani's guy was like pitch, grab, pitch, grab. And over two minutes, like that, that's that's a lot of dingers. So I like if you're, I kind of think they should. I wish they would go to machine. Would anybody hate? I mean, I feel like people would hate that. People would definitely hate that, wouldn't they? Probably. I mean, it's just so. Why? Why? The machine stinks. Okay, the pitchers stink. And you yeah, can't but that's your own fault. That like Otani's <laughs> going to come back next year, and he's not going to guy have a pitcher who stinks. And the thing, like, you can't even ask Alonzo's dude to like all time pitch, like all time quarterback, because he's seventy five. He's seventy five <laughs> years old. Can't. I think he's maxed out. Um but I, would people really hate a machine? Like if it's, if it got up there and it was like, hey, okay, so um, was Salvador Perez? It's like, okay, he he likes it, he likes it belt high, belt high and inside. Somebody just programs a machine. This is where he's going to get every single. Like, is is that a bad thing? You're talking about the sanctity of baseball. Okay? That's exactly <laughs> what I'm trying to ruin. <laughs> I couldn't care less. Back in uh, my day, the home run derby was man versus man, and we had rounds. And the, listen, this is a true story. In the very first home run derby, I pitched to Honest Wagner. You caught the ball at home and threw it as far as you could. That was a home run derby. There weren't even fences then. You just there weren't even go, fences. Get it over the uh, crowded people. You had, <laughs> I remember one time Ed Delahanty threw it onto a, a moving train. Uh, that was the end of the game. We only had one ball. But I digress. Uh, I think, I think we should consider what if, okay. What if it was an option? What if it was an option? It was like, okay, Hey, you can bring your pitching coach. You can bring, didn't like somebody's old man throw him some, uh, like BP a year or two ago, or you can go to the, you know, the, the, the pitch Meister 3000 
we can set this to a 94 mile an hour fastball down the pipe every that's what you that's what everybody here wants but then you're gonna have people get bring in their own machines do you standardize the machine no, it would be a standard that's the only thing it would be so yeah so it wouldn't be it would be a no like the players would have no contact with the machine so that's how yeah we're that's how we're staying on the level there but you just you just have the choice do you get to do you want to have the machine that everybody else will have? so it's even in that sense everybody else will have it if they choose it or your BP guy, you know, he, he's 78, man. You think it's hot out here. You think he can, <laughs> you think he can throw 30 pitches in two minutes? My pitcher had a stroke between rounds two and three. And that's now. what I'm saying. The, the, the pitchmeister 3000 is not programmed to have strokes yet. Um, but I, who we got, uh, what's the Boston company that built all the robots, the scary shit? Oh, Boston Scientific. Uh, that's not what I was thinking, but yeah, they build like a, a robot that could like peel a banana, do a backflip and then eat your face like French toast, but we can't get like a, Oh, a, a pitching robot would be sick. Not, about, even a mach- not even a machine. What about a, a robot to also hit dingers? So you have to compete against the machine. If we're going full man versus machine here, I like having some sort of robot to also suck dingers. I like it. I like it. Like it's what they put. That's they put. It's an eight-person field, and while it was really, like it was really good for a while, it was just too long. I think it was just a field too long. I think if they went best for even best six, you might could even get away with best six. Top two get some sort of buy, but I do think eight was too much. But if you get into four or five, one robot hitter, and then we got one <laughs> robot pitcher. You're just competing against the uh, the. That's if an event win, I might turn into. <laughs> if you win, I did see this. Pete Alonso over, I think, two plus years in the league has made like two million dollars over the last two All Star games. He's made two million dollars. He's doubled his salary from the home run derby. If you win the dunk contest, you get like a new watch. Like you get like ten thousand. I think it's like forty k, maybe fifty k. It's not a million bucks though. Um, so if you. You say a million bucks is on the line. These guys are trying. You tell them, okay, you can have like just ultimate consistency. Like you can all again, you can always bring your BP guy if the machine malfunctions in any way. Put your guy in. If you you could take a few, take some BP with it before the and it's like I, I don't like it. Okay, no no beef, no beef. Um, but I do think that will make it better because I was like, this is this is a clear advantage here. And disadvantage if you look at it for, for some of the other guys, but million bucks, man. I know half of that's going to uh, back the blue for Pete Alonzo, but I mean, it's his money. You know what I mean? Pick another number. Three. Good number. Good number. I want to talk about Zaila Avant-Garde, who is apparently just the most fascinating person Maybe ever. I was going to say in the world, but just maybe ever. Just maybe ever. And we're looking at an article here from The Hill. It says, LSU president offers national spelling bee winner Zaila Avant-Garde full scholarship. Now, if you're not familiar, Zaila Avant-Garde, uh, I think, does it say? Yeah, click the article. She's 13 or 14, one of those. She's 13. Uh, yeah, 13 years old. She just won the national spelling bee. 
She's the first African-American girl to do it. I believe a, a Caribbean American did it before, but she's the first African-American girl to do it. She is from outside of New Orleans. She yeah just won it. And oh, yeah, she's like the best basketball player in the world. Like, it's just. She has multiple world records for basketball, like juggling yeah. and dribbling and like doing unicycle tricks. Like she's like, yeah, like on a unicycle dribbling multiple basketball. Because I remember thinking as I'm watching, I was like, I couldn't do one of those things at once. I couldn't dribble two. Ba- she's dribbling like three at the same time and like a couple smaller balls and on a unicycle. And she's moving, too. Like she's not. Uh, she's not slacking off. And I see. LSU, which is it, it, it's it's brilliant. It's brilliant. I love a good chess move. LSU, you know, the school where she's from outside New Orleans, Baton Rouge, the state school, I guess, offered her scholarship already. Full scholarship. Academic, I'm sure. Wink wink. <laughs> she is legit. Like I think I think she's eighth grade. She is one of the top in her class. And it was one of those things like, I, you know, when they they normally show the story like this and they're like, oh, and she's a basketball star, too. And it cuts to her and she makes like one jumper. And it's like, yeah, OK. All right. No, 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 no. She's, she's slinging dimes. <laughs> she, she is slinging dimes. Again, she's got the world uh, records in ball handling. Great ball handler. She's like running pick and roll. She's like, oh, mouse in the house. I, like, I, I see the uh, advantage. And. She was like, I think I want to play in the WNBA or work for NASA or coach in the NBA. Uh, or it was one more. It was some more dope shit. I can't remember. Uh, what? I don't see why she can't do all three. Oh, yeah. She, uh, yeah. Go to Harvard. Yeah. Which feels like all four. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go to Harvard. Probably WNBA feels like the most time uh, precious one. Do that for a couple years. Uh Work for NASA a couple years, forget whatever the next nerd trend will be. They're like, you know what? Actually, two is more than three. <laughs> and she comes back and it's like, oh wow, y'all remember uh you remember Zayla uh, Avant Garde? No, she runs the stats unit for uh for the Pelicans now. It's like, damn, the whole the whole she runs the whole stats unit. Uh and she got Elon Musk's carcass from space. It was just and- floating around <laughs> out there. She's figured out how to get it back. <laughs> you know. People say she's the one that killed him up there, but I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't really get into speculation. Um, but yeah, I'm just one kind of amazed. It's been 96 years since first African American winner. That's kind of wild. Two, yeah, her just being like, oh, th- yeah, this is literally. Uh, she said it was an hors d'oeuvre, like it's a hobby, like like basketball is what I do. I just, you know, this is just to you know keep my mind sharp. Uh, I'm almost 14. You know, uh, so big fan, big fan looking forward to it's great. Like we're in the kind of Internet era. It's like, hey, you remember Monet Davis? She's 46 now. Like we're, we're, we're like that level now. So in like two, two real life years, we'll look up and it's like, remember Zayla Avant Garde? She's about to be the number one draft pick while she's in space. Uh <laughs> And coaching the Pelicans. She'll be calling in plays uh, through a telephone. Well, I mean, what else was she calling plays on? Some sort of new technology that she no. invented herself. <laughs> she, that's what she's going up there to test. Uh, and also the rocket. She built the rocket. 
also by hand. So, yeah, big fan. Like every once in a while, we get these kids that come in. I feel like you see them on Chopped, and it's like oh, this kid can cook. He's not interesting though. I say, you know, what I'm saying this is something I would have said as a kid. I, I'd, I'd say it to their face. You know what I mean? I'm not a guy to just toss stuff on the internet. I go to seventh grade class and say this to any of their face. Um, Your creme no, brulee is delicious, but you, yeah, you stink. You're boy. Yeah, no, listen, listen. This is to die for. You, I'd pay to have killed. Uh, you just say that to a 13 year old chef. I can see on the Food Network. I can see that going well. Um, but big fan, big fan. Pick another number, Jim. Running five. Ooh, you're picking some good numbers, Jim. Picking some good numbers. NBA free agency. NBA free agency. Shams. Uh, Sharania, 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 Shams. Y'all know who the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, wrote an article today that says Sixers opening up Ben Simmons trade talks, Knicks interested in Colin Sexton, plus more NBA news. More, <clears throat> that's right. So, the first is apparently go up a little bit. Are you on Todd Simmons? Uh, yeah, apparently. I mean, I just I guess this is him officially being. It was long wondered, you know, would they, will they? I feel like they, I feel like he was not unavailable. This is just kind of public, which feels different. I I do think he still has a healthy market. I don't really have much to say, like, just until we hear more. He's been on the trade block before. John Collins is interesting, though, to me, and probably no one else. Um, John Collins is interesting because they offered him 490 before the year now the max that he can get from another team is four for 120 that's the most he can get from another team so in the hawks best interest they should probably just let him go get a max and match it immediately probably but i just feel like we've heard before that causes like bad will like you know gordon hayward left four years later because uh i was like i oh did he that's why he left um Gordon Hayward left because he wanted to be a star. Yeah, Gordon yeah, he grew up right uh, So I don't, I don't know how much that is, but I don't know what I know. The Hawks can offer another year. It probably uh, five, like one six. They probably wouldn't go five. If I'm John, Con- I don't know if I'd want to go five. Honestly, I feel like I probably want to go four with a player option, just to keep it open. But it says Dallas, Miami, San Antonio, Minnesota, are among the teams expected. To show interest. If you're John Collins, rank those four. Miami, Dallas, Minnesota, San Antonio. Why San Antonio last? Man, fuck that pop guy. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> Get his ass. Okay. Hold on now. Get him. Get I just him. like like you don't immediately does he become the most talented player on the team, and then you're just expected to be in kind of like pop system i just like seems more fun to me to play with anthony edwards carl anthony towns and like or luka Doncic or like have an actual chance at winning Ooh, turn it up jam <laughs> jam barkley what do you think about the women of san antonio no. uh, okay i had it i've got it miami one dallas two i feel like though whichever order you have them in those feel like the top two clearly I got San Antonio three. I got Minnesota four. I got Minnesota four. I just, 
One, respectfully. But I'd rather live in Miami or Minnesota. Respectfully, Miami. Or that, like, though, just city-wise, I'd rather live in those two than the latter two. Also, in Minnesota, that's a fun team. I don't, I don't know how much defense that team is playing, just being completely honest. Love Cat, love Ant, love uh, John Collins. I don't know how much if, – if that's your front court, JC and Cat, I just don't know how – now, you can be extraordinary offensively, and maybe that's the point. Maybe that's just triple down on like the net. If we just score 118 a game and hold you to 116. So I think Miami makes some. I think he needs to go somewhere and be a third scorer. I think he can do that in Miami. I think they can help cover for him on defense. Uh, good city to live in. All that, Still on the East Coast, which means like just generally probably an easier chance at accolades. Um. I went San Antonio next because San Ant- and it was on some like what what do you want this next journey of your career to be right it's the first time he gets paid paid but this is like years 20 I think like 23 to 26 like it's a small drop in the bucket what do you want this to be do you want to go somewhere and learn from one of the best coaches ever what do you want to do um you want to make a lot of money like you want to play with your friends I do. I don't even know if this is inside information. I do. I asked John Collins who he was close to to keep in mind for when he was a free agent. And do you know who he said? I did not. Donovan Mitchell. It broke my heart. It broke my heart. Um, and then I thought about, okay, well, we get if getting him there is better than you going there. Um, John seemed agreeable to that. So, yeah, I don't Minnesota. I just, I just defensively, I just don't. And you're, they're, they're saying D'Angelo Russell's part of that court. Like, can like all five of your top? Can none of those guys be defend? Like, none of those guys are defense first guys. That's how you gonna cook. None of them. But none of the offensive guys are like Harden, Durant, Kyrie. I mean, Cat. I think Cat's a. I think you argue he's around that class offensively when he's healthy and cooking. Um, like probably like a tier below it, of course, but he's around there. But if I'm Colin, I would be looking to go to Miami. But if I'm Atlanta, he's not going anywhere. If the most you can pay him is four twenty, we tried to offer him four ninety. He bet on himself. He won. He won. If we want to trade him. Down the line, we can. Thirty million a year is not untradeable. If they trade him immediately, like I would say, if I'm Atlanta, I might just say, "Who here has the best trade assets?" Because like Dallas don't Dallas don't have picks because they went like a couple picks down to the Knicks. Tim Hardaway Jr. is a free agent. Miami. Wasn't there a report earlier this offseason like there's seventy five percent chance they're trading Tyler Hero? Yeah, I thought I thought those uh, odds were pretty wild. Like, how do you? If four that's, teams, that's a lot. <laughs> He's going if, to get traded. Yeah, four teams call. One gets told no. Who? Who? Uh, I don't know how you get those odds. But Harrow's. I don't. Mm, I was gonna say it'd be kind of over like Trey and Bogdanovich and Herder and uh, Harrow. A lot of whites. 
You need There's a white lot, shooter. A lot of white shooter ball handlers. It may be a little like you still got uh, Capella. You still got Okongwu. You still got. I had mentioned DeAndre Hunter. I had mentioned Reddish. So I don't think you want. The thing I hope the Hawks don't do this year is step on the young guys. Like you can't assume that they all get better because they're young. But I think if you wait and see, then you can make a move versus stepping on it. Um, but I would keep John Collins or sign and trade him. Like San Antonio has some pieces. That's why I think they're interesting. Like if they wanted to send back one, like Alani, they got Lonnie Walker, DeJounte Murray, Keldon, Devin Vassell. Um, I feel like I'm missing somebody. Derek White. They got like just five of those like guard-ish types. If they wanted to send somebody, Poitle, like whoever, draft picks. But yeah, we can't. John Con, he's not going anywhere for free. Like, period. We can't let you. Christian Wood went for a first. Brogdon went for a first in two seconds. Is it crazy to ask for two first if you're Atlanta? A little crazy, but why not? Like, I feel you, like you ask for it. You you make your big ask first. I feel like that's. I feel like it's to the point. It's like no, but it's not like hell no. Get off my phone. Why are you talking? Like, you're like no, but you like a first in. I think John Collins is better than Malcolm Brogdon. Like, I don't think there's a first in three seconds. Like, a first two seconds in a player. Like, I don't know. But I think you could – he can't leave for nothing. Nixon's Colin Sexton was the second story on there. Um, yeah, can you show that one for a second? I like – I kind of like that one for both sides. It says the Knicks are the most aggressive. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Jam ruined it. Uh, Trey Suter for – Cavaliers guard Colin Sexton sources says Sexton's eligible for his rookie extension this offseason. With one year left on this deal, it allows Cleveland to be patient in constructing the roster. Now, the deal I saw was Obi Toppin, Kevin Knox, and a first for Sexton. The Cavs would take that? Do you think they you think it's not enough? What do you think about Obi Toppin? Like, I don't know. Colin Sexton to me is good, and none of the things you listed are very good. <laughs> I, I'll say I think it. I was gonna say it kind of depends on the first, but the Knicks and the Mavericks are both playoff teams. I think you would have to like if those are the players you're giving up. I do think it would have to be two first. Would you do like we're two first? Would two you start? First, li- you listen, right? I just yeah. don't think Obi Toppin is like especially it, since they have a Coro. Like, do you need another powerful like poor power well, forward? He went to Dayton. Let's not forget. Went to Dayton. About that Cleveland connection. Went to Dayton. Two, they've got Jared Allen, so he wouldn't have to play like any like rim protection minutes ever. I think it's a better fit for them because if you're Cleveland, I think you would be, you'd be. I think you you're betting on the sum of what you can go into the season with is more than what you get for Sexton. Does that make sense? Like what you get for Sex? If it was say it was. Yes, yeah, top and not. Let's say two first. I think two first is is more fair. You would have okay. So Garland's running the show now. You got the number three pick. You could probably just go Jalen Green. You got a Coro to run the three, like three four. In the meantime, you got Toppin. You got Jared Allen. You would have Larry Nance. Uh. That's a decent – like, depending on how you feel about Jalen Green, that's a – like, there are people that love Jalen Green. That might be, like, star potential. 
I think the tricky thing is if who is it? Houston. If Houston goes Jalen Green too, then you're looking at Mobley or Suggs, and it's like, how much do we love either one of those guys? Because if it's like, do we need Mobley and Allen and Toppin and of course that's where it's like, I think we got one, probably one too many. But if we could end up, if the long term goal could be Garland, Sexton, Okoro, Toppin, Allen. And yeah, and you would still have yeah, like Larry Nance off the bench, and you'd have two first round picks to like going forward. And if you're the Knicks, Sexton would be like the perimeter creator you need to go with Julius. That's really what they like after Derrick Rose wore down. If you can just keep that on the court at all times, so Sexton could be that they cover for him on defense. You would do that to your boy, Emmanuel? I, I'll say this. Alfred Payton played a lot of minutes last year. I I think there's enough room for him. <laughs> like, look, can, yeah, can we see how many minutes Alfred did? He, did he play 30 minutes a game? Like, I, I really do feel like there's enough for them all. You would want quickly to, like, take a little bit of, of a bump in minutes uh, right. Twenty only twenty three per game for Alfred Payton. Okay, yeah, go to the let's go to the Knicks minutes, please, and let's see, because I feel like we we can find uh, some minutes for Colin Sexton. That ain't no problem. Here we go. Yeah, let's see the uh, Knicks season minutes. Zoom in there if you can. Oh, you need to see these things, eh? Yeah, yeah, I'm an old man. Um, yeah, okay. So you if you're the Knicks, you would still have Randall, Barrett, Sexton, which is a solid three. You still have Mitchell Robinson. You could still bring back like Bullock. Okay, that uh, that's where the Sexton minutes would go. I don't think you need to bring back Derrick Rose and Alec Burks. I think you probably go one of those for your bench. Whoever like Derrick Rose played really well. I mean, I whichever one of those you choose. But between those minutes and the Alfred Payton minutes, that's where my like my whole oh yeah they bro they hit they was playing Austin Rivers man we got some Colin Sexton minutes. And my back I mean, he only played two games or twenty games, but yeah, I think if they like don't bring back Rose or Payton and replace that with Sexton, like then that you're fine. Then yeah. quickly, quickly's minutes can come up uh, to there and can be like the solid backup point guard. Yeah, like your your ideally your guards would be. Like Sexton, I don't know. It's do they consider uh, RJ like the two or the three? I like I don't know if he or Bullock or if it, if it even really matters. Like I'd bring back Bullock if I could. I feel like he was good for them. So I guess position wise, it gets kind of. But if you bring in Sexton and one of Burks and Rose is willing to come off the bench, yeah, I would because I feel like there's enough minutes still for quickly to grow. But also for Sexton to grow, like Sexton might, I mean, he's gotten better every single year. He might still have another leap to go. He's pretty good. Like I, he's, he's like, like 24, I 25 on like good splits. He, I, I think he's kind of gotten a raw rap. I, I feel like every year it's like, yeah, they hate Colin Sexton in Cleveland and he keeps balling. Yeah. They hate Colin Sexton in Cle- and they keep balling. Like, so I, I don't know what he's supposed to do. I'm not sure. I trust like Kevin Love pissed there. Braun left twice. Like, you know what I'm saying? This is the or this is the front office. This is just the organization as a whole. I'm supposed to uh trust. 
So I think there's definitely some room if he gets out of there for him to flourish. And then I think Lonzo, Lonzo was also on that um, article. And the interesting thing, yeah, go to that if you can. That's the one, because it said unlikely, or is it New Orleans unlikely to match a significant offer sheet on ball? One, why would you say that? <laughs> That's why I'm like, wow, who would, okay. Like, who, I feel like this would only just come to screw out. over Lonzo, be like, yeah, yeah. we're not going to get a high offer. It's yeah, no, ball him. we're not going to match it. <laughs> yeah, who cares? Yeah, minimum wage. Who gives a fuck? Um, is it Bulls and Clippers? And those are the two exact teams I think should be in. Like, um, how, how do you feel about Lonzo? How do you feel about like paying his next con? Not not for your Celtics, but just in general. Because I think it's not going to be getting, cheap. He seems to be getting better. I like his vision, solid defensively, and if he can shoot, like, is the thirty eight percent from three this year an anomaly, or is that like what we should expect from him? Because if you can shoot. I feel like that 38 mark from three is like a huge uh, just like if you're at, at that or above, like you're a very solid right. player in this league. And that's like if he can continue to do that, I have no problem paying Lonzo Ball. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I think it's legit because he's done it for two years now since he got to New Orleans. So I don't know if it was just like comfort or the coaches there or whatever. I think he was at like 37 last year. And he took more attempts this year and went to 38. So I, I'm willing to bet on that being legit. Like he had a career high usage this year, like no Drew, career high usage, but a career low turnover percentage. Every single year he's taking more threes and making more threes. He's not really taking more free throws, but he is making it. Like he was making like 45% of his free throws. Like the first three years, I think. And this year he made like 75%. So... And it's like the video of him in the open gym this summer just came out. And so my post, it was like, listen, you can't like see what Lonzo's doing here and the improvement he has to his game and be like, come on. You tell me Ben Simmons really trying, man. <laughs> like, come on. Um, but yeah, like great vision, good shooter, good, like a good shooter with, I think, potential to get better because he's got range too. His thing is, is he going to be able to do it off the dribble? Do you know what a high-value assist is? I found out what a high-value assist is today. They're inventing new stats. What is They that? are 1,000% inventing new stats. <laughs> it's a high-value assist. It includes three-point assist, rim assist, and free-throw assist. Okay? Three-point, rim assist, free-throw assist. Lonzo Ball was in the 94th percentile of high value assists and one or excuse me nine players in the league took as many threes as lonzo while shooting as well as he did nine players so if he's getting to that level of volume and efficiency from three he's playmaking because he again you mentioned great vision defensively i wonder if i was trying to find the thing i they were tracking like where he ended up throughout the year as far as like where what option is he defending like he's defending your other team's first option their second option whatever and i found four instances where basketball index was tracking it through the season he was top five every time which means to say that night to night just about whoever your number one is that's who he's defending 
Which, well, they're going to need that because they also employ Zach Levine. They do. Defensive stopper for Team USA, who we'll get to. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so if you, you're telling me he's defending the other team's number one. I don't think he's a lockdown guy. He's not like an all-defense guy. But if you tell him he's defending, like, the other team's best one, like, if you're – if you're all defense at that, yeah, that's when you're special. In that case, he's not available, right? There's a reason he's available. So if he's willing to defend the other team's number one, shoot the three, play on or off ball, because, again, it was Point Zion this year and Bledsoe was there. I, If I'm the Bulls, I, I mean, I offer as much as I can offer. I, leg, I think he unlocks what they are trying to do. If I'm the Clippers, I offer I don't that's the thing. I don't know how much they can offer. But that's where I wonder if it's like, okay, would the Pelicans want that? The stuff we talked about last week, basically, that Kennard, that 25th pick, that Beverly salary, that Zubak to play bit like whatever. Can we work something out? A sign and trade. Because I think if the Clippers get Lonzo, that's trouble. If they get Lonzo and get healthy, meaning like Kawhi and Abaka, basically. That's trouble. That's trouble. So, but if you're New Orleans, it's like okay, they just we're not matching. We we want this guy out of here as quickly as possible. We do we can't stand him. Doesn't that just cripple them from like? Oh, you can't get a sign and trade now. That's, <laughs> that's what I don't understand. That's that's where I'm like, how, how difficult can this be? This is y'all's man, David Griffin. Either he said this or it's coming out of his camp. It's like now, nah, listen, if you're off like four for forty, and it's like, oh boy. Wait, it was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. How did the Bucks sign Lonzo Ball for the mid-level? Ex- like the Warriors got him. <laughs> yeah, he's in Charlotte with his brother for what? Um, I would go if I'm the Bulls. Like I was saying it last year, I thought they should have either like tried to put together a trade or waited for this exact moment to throw big money at him. Because you need, I think you need a table setter up there, and there's not a whole lot of them. I think you've seen what Mike Conley did for Donovan Mitchell's game. We're seeing what Chris Paul did for Devin Booker's game. I I think Zach Levine can get that type of bump. Is he that type of talent? I think we'll see. Right? I think it's I think it's fair to say we'll see. Nobody, including myself, nobody saw Devin Booker like going to the fight, like first playoff run. Nobody saw that. So who's to say if Levine gets somebody whose sole job is like, let me get you good shots? Just you worry about taking the shot. Let me get you good shots. Because it's not Kobe White. Kobe White is a like, he gets buckets too. That's how he helps. They need a, a a table setter. So if you could sign Lonzo, you're looking at Lonzo, Levine, Patrick Williams, Vucevic, and I guess figure out what you do with marketing. But or Thad Young, like you, I think that's a better team with a full offseason or whatever. Yeah, like we're looking at the Bulls salary cap. Vucevic is their most expensive player. They're in pretty good cap shape, actually. Um, oh, yeah. They only have 96 committed to next year, so I think they can sign Lonzo outright. The thing that's wild yeah. to me is they basically only have Vucevic on the books for the 22-23 season. Like, yep. Levine's expiring next year. Thad Young, Sadoransky, Aminu. Yep. Pretty much everyone is expiring. Like, they're going to have crazy cap space, so why not? Like, who else are you going to spend money on? Why not have, like, Lonzo get a – I don't know if he's a cornerstone, but he's like, why not lock in your third best guy or your second best guy? Not, listen, I 100% agree. Like, looking at it now, I mean, one, you have to find out, of course, like, if Levine's, if Levine's willing to stay and he signs, I imagine Vucevic will be willing to stay. 
and sign. You've got Patrick Williams and Kobe White. Those guys are young and cheap. That that young was good. Um, but like Sadaransky, Aminu, if you get that salary off, or just give it to Lonzo, right? Like if you just look at it's like, oh my God, would you, you want to pay Lonzo Ball $30 million next year? You want to pay Sadaransky and Aminu $20 million? Like, would you rather pay Lonzo $30 million or those two guys $20 million? Like that, when I look at it like that, it don't really feel that close to me. So I would I'd pay whatever it took to get yeah, whatever where it's like, okay, they're not gonna accept sign with us over anybody. If it's you want four for 120, okay. If that okay, that, if that's what it's gonna cost, that's what it's gonna cost. But it's like, hey, Zach Levine, we're trying. We traded for an all-star. We're like we're shipping, like we're paying money. Um we're trying something, and that's really like where they're at now is even bigger than the playoffs is getting Levine to resign or figure out what to do with Levine, I should say. Cause him one year, 19 million is dirt cheap, man. If they put him on the trade market and were to like blow this up, which is an interesting way they could go too. Um, but I say all that to say, I would be going after Lonzo ball. If I'm the bulls set it for some, if I'm the Clippers, and they can get the money or the trade, whatever. Knicks, if the Knicks don't do that section, I think Lonzo fits well there. So I, if they let him go for nothing, I'm I'm close to being out on David. I'm close to saying he trick y'all. I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet, but I'm close. I'm really close. Not a good look to hire a coach and then fire him within one year. Like... <laughs> Who we have to blame for this situation? Yeah, like, like that's my whole thing. Anytime it's like, well, you, I mean, you can't keep a guy there if you know he's not the guy. Agreed. Is the same person to pick the last guy picking the next guy? Also, what happened to Teresa Witherspoon? I remember it was like a cool. I remember like the three hours that uh, it was like, hey, Teresa Witherspoon, you know, expect her to be really considered. Now it's like, hey, Willie Green's getting the job. Which salute to Willie Green. Uh, like he's assistant with the uh, Phoenix right now, but yeah, what happened to that? That was cool when when it seemed like Teresa Witherspoon might get a legit chance. Hmm. So we'll see on that. And last number left. You been watching any of the Olympic stuff? I have been. Oh well, I was gonna say you haven't been. I was gonna say you hate your country, but now that you have been, I'm gonna say I you have, hate your country. I, I I do hate my country after those two games. <laughs> I was rooting for Australia at the end of that game. How could you not? Um, I'll, I'll say this. Just in general, like if you were just watching those, I didn't get to see as much as the Australia game. I saw the end. If you're just watching them versus Nigeria, man, and just not in general, just rooting for the USA to lose, come on. It's no stakes. Come on, man. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know what they're going to – I get they haven't played together a long time. How long does the All Star team need to play? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, how Kevin Durant, Dame Lillard? How how much time do they need? And I'm amazed. Something I'm amazed. Kevin Durant is playing. Like, I don't. That's just love it again. <laughs> like, love it a country, love it a game. He just like to travel. He just like to be with the guy. I don't know, but he's playing, and they losing. Tatum's playing. He was on that seventh place team, as I, if I recall correctly. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he hurt himself. They they uh, couldn't go any farther without him. 
Mm, well, I'll say this. He's healthy as hell now, and we're 0-2. So. He, him and Beal were the only ones with a positive <laughs> plus minus in that Nigeria game. <laughs> Dame, Durant, and what? Bam were terrible. Listen, Nigeria, and I, I can't speak to Australia because I didn't see it. Nigeria was licking their chops to find Damian Lillard on defense. That's a problem. That's a problem. Um, but again, I, I think in game two, I think Dame was the only one that showed up from the box score. It seemed like he was getting buckets and really like nobody else. So I don't know what's going on with them. I'm more interested, honestly, in the young. Uh, been watching any of the under 19 stuff? I saw one play where that French dude threw a Paul, uh, outlet pass between his legs and i thought that was pretty cool but that's the only thing i've seen i'm more i'm slick more interested in that i watched some uh victor i think winbayanma i think that's how you pronounce it victor winbayanma from france and he's on their under 19 team one i was like why is he not on a regular team but I, i mean i get it he's he's like 17 but he's gonna be he's projected to be the number one pick not 2022, but 2023. 2023 is the year of Imani Bates. 2023 is the year of Jalen Duran, maybe, maybe boy of the week, um, and Victor Wimboyama. Yesterday, he played against Chet Holmgren. Chet Holmgren is the projected number one pick for 2022. He will be at Gonzaga this upcoming season. And boy, did he eat Chet Holmgren's lunch. <laughs> Good Lord. Man alive. Uh if I'm Gonzaga, I'd pull the uh, – no. I think Chad Holmgren, he had uh, 10 boards – or excuse me, 10 points, two boards, five assists. And to his credit, he won MVP for the entire tournament. So, like, he played – well. it's more of a, a credit to Victor than it is – because Chet didn't play bad, but Wimbeyanma had 22 points, eight boards, and eight blocks, and he hit all nine of his free throws. Like, he's just – Mike Smith and – Javoni from Draft Express. They say he's the most uh, most talented prospect they've ever scouted, which is very hot. Like those, they don't say stuff for clicks. They don't say they're not just you know looking to you know put hype on a guy like that. And I see it, man. He is a he's seven two. He has a seven ten wingspan. He looks like Rudy Gobert. But he that's not a good thing. It's not. But the thing is, one, when he was like 16, there's a video of him just giving buckets to Rudy Gobert. So we know he's on the good side Two, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. The reason that he didn't play on the French Olympic team is that Rudy Gobert said he wouldn't play if Victor played. Allegedly. Such a Rudy move. See, isn't that the most Rudy move? A tall guy on my team? Yeah. Mm. Um, So, of course. That makes me want them all in. I want them even more. So, like, he moves his feet on defense. He's got, I think, like, there's a clip of him shooting, like, a legit, like, from the logo three and swishing it. I think more, impre- more impressive is, I think I've seen him hit every single free throw he's taken. Like, he takes seven, eight a game, and he's a really good, free- like, the touch is there. He's got touch around the basket. Either hand, he can defend on the perimeter, defend in the paint. Like, there's a play. He snatched the guy's shot out of the air with two hands and then runs the court and gets an empty dunk or gets a, a, a easy dunk. Like, he's 
He's that guy, pal. Like, I don't know how else to put it. He's I'm all in. I'm all in. And I I, I think I'd rather watch. I know they got their medals yesterday. I will, I'll watch the under 19 guys practice before I watch the USA team lose. To who's who's ne- who we lose to next? Belgium? Who's Argent- next? Argentina's tonight. Oh, God. You know they play. Compazzo's ball. about to go off. Are you kidding me? Argentina, this is one of those teams, like, those guys are all 35, but they've been playing for the Argentine national team for 15 years. Like, these guys only play with each other. And we're about to throw Dame Lillard and Tatum and uh, Kevin Love at them. Are you kidding me? Who just the team looks so bamboozled when they like by the FIBA game? It's like you're not going to call any any sort of contact, right? Like, yeah, what the what's hell? The refs are like, no, we got these squeaky horns. Get back on defense. Um, now nah, I want the kid. I'm more interested in yeah, Wimber Yama and Kenny Lofton Jr., who's maybe the most interesting player ever, but he's not that Kenny Lofton son. Oh wow! It, it yeah, it, it's a little disappointing, but. He's a very chonky kid, a report author, and he plays at Louisiana Tech, and I might have to watch him now. He kind of carried him to a victory. So maybe we might be on Chet Holmgren. Trick y'all alert. Um, but Wimbayama, I couldn't be any less tricked by this guy. So I'm all in. All in there. And one last thing. One last thing. I think it's kind of worse. Basketball season, as you know, it's winding down. And I don't even want to read this part. It says it's almost time for Trilly Cruz to hit the, to take the field. That's not funny. That's not funny. I want a gold glove. So Trilly, uh, uh, Trilly Griffey Jr. Trilly. Vizquel. Trilly, <laughs> Trilly Vizquel. Trilly Rodriguez would be more fitting. But anyways, underdog is not going to leave you with just baseball. Football season has started. They launched the puppy. I said, what the hell is the puppy, Redman? It's a $5 fantasy football tournament. That's all he said. I said, I'm in. Like I did a draft earlier. I'm looking right now. I'm projected to win. Like I got the most. Pro- I got a good team, Jan. I got a good team. Um, Six or seven running backs, I would say. The most running backs do. So I guess I'll say what the puppy is for. The pu- it's a five dollar fantasy football tournament. You draft. There's no waivers, no lineup setting, no injuries, like nobody trying to trade you garbage. And the reason this came up is because just a little behind the scenes, risk team. I'm on to you. Drafting running backs has apparently become unpopular. I didn't have my hands were clean. I feel like I have an alibi here. Um, like I'm seeing now, they said Saquon Barkley's going behind Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill and Diggs are, are, are going to go over like Jonathan Taylor. And so I said, let me do one of these puppy drafts. Let me do this, the puppy draft and see. And I'll say this to be fair. I got the number one projected team. I also had the number one pick. <laughs> I also had the number one pick. Did you call that into the risk team? Say so just make yeah, sure I'm I, number one. I, the podcast I, is over. I didn't call it into the risk team, but I did call the risk team, and it was one of those like, oh, 
you know, oh, your husband drives the blue Honda, right? Like one of those, you know what I'm saying? Let me know. I got eyes on you, right? Oh, that's a nice shirt you've got, you know, one of those. Um, it's definitely illegal, but I did it. And it's in the past. So I had the number one pick. I took Christian McCaffrey, man. A running back? A white one at that, man. I don't know who I am anymore. Um, I had a good team, but okay, yeah, again, the puppy. So you take it's quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers. Let me make sure. I don't want to tell people the wrong stuff. And I definitely don't want to tell people too many damn receivers. Or excuse me, too many um running backs. Yeah, this is two hundred fifty thousand dollars in prizes. Dude, my team is so sick. It don't matter. Anyway, my team, I got Joe Burrow. Carson Wentz and Winston, those were auto picks. I didn't. I don't support that. I don't support those. Um, I got my running backs. I got Christian McCaffrey, Chase Edmonds, and James Conner. So I got both the Arizona guys, James Robinson and Jacksonville. I got Kenyon Drake, Latavius Murray, and Giovanni Bernard. Who is that? A real mustache on Giovanni Bernard? His name's Giovanni. So sure. That's a great point. Uh, my rece- I feel great about my receivers. I got A.J. Brown, Deontay Johnson, and Claypool from Pittsburgh. I like doubling down. D.J. Chart, Cole Beasley, Nico Collins, and my tight end, George Kittle and Jonu Smith. I feel like I got a good team. Like Burrow, McCaffrey, A.J. Brown, Johnson, Claypool. Like I, I-, I feel like I got a good team. So if you want to get in on this, Walk away with 50 grand. You can go sign up. Promo code Trill. Here's the thing. You get a free 25 for signing up, and this is only five bucks. It's only five bucks. So we may at some point. We thought about doing it for today. Maybe in the future we might do a lot. Because you can get through the first. It takes a minute, but like the first five round, like really where your team is built. Is actually you trying to run one real quick, Jan? Sure. I know I nothing wanna... about football, but we, we can do it. <laughs> I was going to say, are you a fantasy football guy? I know you're, you're a Patriots guy now. I am. I used to be a fantasy football guy. I was actually fantasy football commissioner one year. Okay. But I made missed extra points, minus 10, and it was the year they moved it back, and people <laughs> were furious. I, oh, it swayed the league. Uh, you talk... I, haven't, I haven't played since then. <laughs> you talk about bad timing. Oh, my gosh. Uh Oh no! I was trying to make it more more of a fantasy, more exciting. But uh, I've never fantasized about missing kicks. Um, well, to each yeah. his own. <laughs> I listen. I'm projected to win this by more than like 200 points. Like, I get it because, like, it's tempting to go for a quarterback first. And this is why I was like, I ain't talking about like fantasy football in a minute. It's tempting to go quarterback first. Running backs dry up quick. Running backs dry up really quickly. Because I I think there was like, I'm going to look right now to make sure. There were like five 1,000-yard rushers last year. Like, it wasn't a lot. There's probably more than five. I was going to say, last time I paid attention to football, people were rushing for 2,000 yards. That's what I'm, <laughs> here's, here's the wild thing. Okay, uh, nine. My bad, my bad, my bad. That still nah. seems low to me. It's still very low. Here, one person did rush for 2,000, Derrick Henry. 
Dalvin Cook rushed for 1,500 and the rest, three through nine, all from 1,100 to 1,000. So like, like they were there, but barely there. Um, so yeah, so it's hard to find a good one. Now, none of the, the those nine do not include, I think, which is fair, like Zeke Elliott. It doesn't include Kamara. It doesn't include... Uh, Edward Hilaire doesn't include McCaffrey. So there's some there's some bounce back potential there. But I don't know. Like it says Tyreek Hill and Stefan Diggs are gonna jump Jonathan Taylor. Is that bad? I feel like like I know it's positional. Like Jonathan Taylor was one of those guys to rush for the he was actually third of those guys. But I don't know. Stephon Diggs was first in yards and catches and targets last year. So I feel like I would rather have Stephon Diggs, even understanding the positional rarity of this. The thing I like about the best ball is perfect for me because I'm not going to remember to set my uh, lineup each week. Mm-hmm. Risk team's doing that for you. They'll just take I, the highest scoring. I'll give, them, I'll give them credit where it's due. That is a good touch because I will. I'll be like, yeah, man, I'm gonna set my lineup like weeks one through four, and then I just forget about it. And then I like week nine, I'm like, ah, I look up and I somehow won a game, but I lost the previous four. So I like my team. I like my team. Let's see if we can run one. Uh, I just like the first like four or five rounds. Do you want? Like try a link, or should we just try to like jump in one and try to get in the same let's one? Try to jump let's in try, one. Yeah, let's see if we can jump in one. Let's see. Just let me know when you press enter. I'll press enter, and we'll see what the magic happens. Okay. All right, I'm ready. Likewise. Let's press enter on three, two, and then not like one, nothing <laughs> like one, and then you press enter. Okay. You almost made me press enter. You see? Fly. <laughs> three. Two. This is not a run through. Like we're really gonna do it this time. Okay. Three on three, <laughs> on three, <laughs> counting down. Three, two, one. Enter. I am in the best ball, or excuse me, not best ball. The uh, the puppy. I am also in a puppy. We're, I'm waiting for eleven people. Oh man, my draft is about to start. Tough. Oh scene. no. Oh, terrible. <laughs> I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave. Yours is waiting for eleven people. You said. Waiting. Well, now we're waiting for 10. Oh, wait, I can't leave. No, you're just going to have to narrate. There's no visual here. It's just going to be the Trilly Whiskers announcing experience. (laughs) But, well, I mean, you can can help me with my pick. Yeah, no, you can't leave. I'm trapped. Risk team. (laughs) Um, Okay, I have the eighth pick in a 12-team draft. That is not ideal. (laughs) Okay. Now, I can still cook with it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm looking right now of the, like, McCaffrey, Cook, Henry, Kamara, Elliott, Kelsey, Barkley, Hill. I'm getting one of those guys. Okay. I do kind of get the go around or the. uh, Come back in round two. Yeah. Like, I'm going to have two of the top 17 picks. But this is much better than. Actually, no, nah, I might rather have 12. Eight sucks. <laughs> P.U. Okay. 
The draft has started. Okay, first pick should have literally two seconds. McCaffrey went first. Is there any draft that he's not going first in? Dalvin Cook's going to go second. Dalvin Cook went second. Okay, so I'm eighth. Who should I be thinking about here? Like, should do I? I know tight end is kind of rare. Do I think Kelsey? Do I go running back? I just said how rare they were. Um, is Kelsey even going to be available? No, he literally just went. <laughs> there you uh, go. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Kamara and Derrick Henry are also off the board. Zeke Elliott is off the board. Okay, I'm up next. Here's who's going to be available. One of Saquon. Ooh, okay, Tyreek Hill went. Saquon Barkley, Jonathan Taylor, Stephon Diggs, Nick Chubb. I feel like those are my top. Who should I take of those four? Saquon. You don't know. Don't ask me. Damn You're- it, Jam. There's two seconds left. I this the blood is on Nick your Chubb. Head. Nick Chubb. No, I'm going to take Saquon Barkley. Well, you, if you knew you're going to take Saquon Barkley, why are you going to ask me? <laughs> I wanted you to confirm what I knew. Gosh, are you new here? Like, are you, <laughs> am I just a yes man to you? Just press yes. the button. <laughs> it was. Yeah, that's exactly what I signed up for. <laughs> it's been 747 episodes, and you stick now. Uh, okay, so they're, I'm coming up again. In six picks. So it, it really is like more so than even names. I think the game is like position, right? Okay, I want to look for sure to see what the okay, one quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, and a flex. So you get a lot of options, but you get three wide receivers, two running backs, and a flex. Okay. I am up in three picks. Ooh. I don't want to jinx it. Nick Chubb is still available. I'm three picks away. Eckler. I'm two picks away. Calvin Ridley just went. I'm one pick away. Nick uh, DeAndre Hopkins just went. Eckler, Chubb, Mixon, Antonio Gibson. Jadell, I am begging you not to take Nick Chubb. I 15 seconds left until I find out if I'm going to die. On live. he took Darren Waller. Woo! Chubb and Barkley. To you jam. You see why I ain't listening to your stupid at now. Uh <laughs> I'm definitely taking some Nick Chubb. Oh, what oh, Eckler's interesting. He catches a lot of passes. Um Nick Chubb runs for a lot of yards, though. I that's what I, I tend to look for. Yard yard accumulation. What running yards? Uh in my running back. So Okay, I'm feeling. See, this is why I like the, like the core of my team right now: Saquon Barkley and Nick Chubb. I can win this league. You can, but will you? No, <laughs> no. Um, I just feel good for the other eleven people in this league who get to fade you for <laughs> the whole NFL season. <laughs> it's like, yo, see, oh, Barkley's running today. Okay, that's ten rushes for uh, eleven yards. Let me. Let me start whoever going against the Giants defense. That's four fumbles from Saquon. Okay, I'm up in nine picks. Now we're getting to – okay, I'm about to get a really good receiver. Like, uh, I'm about to get one of A.J. Brown, Justin Jefferson, Kittle, Michael Thomas, Keenan Allen, C.D. Lamb, Terry McLaurin, Amari Cooper, Allen Robinson. I'm getting one of those guys. You Any of those guys stick out to you? I'm uh, Amari Cooper's still good. Like I, I gotta be honest. Like three, three of those guys I've never heard of. Like I don't know who Terry McLaurin is. Uh, He's in Washington. I, like there's, you shouldn't know who he is. 
Yeah, Amari Cooper, his last three years, yeah, 92 catches, 1,100 yards, 79, uh, 1,200 yards, and 75 for 1,000. Like, he's he's very steady. The thing, What, with, what about Julio Jones? I know you're a big fan of him, and now he doesn't have the stink of the Falcons <laughs> on him. Big Julio, hard J guy. Uh, he's there. I'm looking now. Okay, Michael Thomas just went. I just don't. I don't trust the Saints' quarterback situation. Not in the slightest. I'm going to check in with with Hayden and Josh Norris to find out who who we hate uh, this week at quarterback. Mahomes just went. That's interesting. Okay, just for reference, we're in the. I'm at the end of the third round. These are the quarterbacks available. This is why you don't take a quarterback early. Josh Allen's still available. Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert. Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, Ryan Tannehill, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Ryan. Then you get into like the rookie guys. All those guys are still available. This is why like it's tempting to go in Mahomes. He is that much better than everybody else in real life. It means diddly here. <laughs> okay. Also, I saw something as like all QBs in fantasy football. Like if you have like a one QB league, like. Pretty much the top 12 guys are all going to score the same. So it's like not all that much of the same, dude. Okay, I am on the board. I need either, okay, Allen Robinson, Amari Cooper, Mike Evans. Any of those stick out to you? I like Mike Evans. I'm going Allen Robinson. Well, that's good. Follow <laughs> your heart. <laughs> Here's the, okay, the thing is, that's one of those I wish I had back-to-back picks. And my thing, okay, he's still there. I was trying to find Evans and Godwin because, like, if I can get them both, that's who I would take. I wasn't quick enough, but I'm up in seven picks. You you like Evans over Godwin? Yes. Okay. Me knowledge of both of their games. <laughs> <laughs> who who are the, do the Patriots have any good fantasy players? Like, can I? Who do you? Can we just get a new a new tight end who's supposed to be good? Johnu. Oh. Oh, John, yeah. I I feel like y'all get like nine new tight ends every year. And I feel like if he drops a pass one, week one, we'll never hear his name again. Well, yeah, but then he'll learn. And so three years from now, yeah, we'll be a good fantasy tight end. Week 22. It's like the Super Bowl. I feel like Brandon Bolden. Every time I see Brandon Bolden, he, it's like, yeah, fumble in 2014. He's still making up for it. Okay, I'm up in four picks. I'm trying to chill. I'm trying to ch- – Mike Evans just went, damn, I'm not chilling no more. I'm not chilling no more. I'm not chilling no more. Um, Julio's still available. Godwin's still available. DeAndre Swift, Dobbins, Carson, these are all running backs. Position-wise, how you feeling about where I should go? I have a, two running backs. I have a wide receiver. Feels like you probably need a – like, like, so you have 10 players on the bench. You would have your three starting wide receivers. It seems like you want – and, and a flex. And a flex. You have three wide receivers and a flex. So that's where – that's kind of where you can – okay, Dak just went. It is my pick. Dobbins is on the board. He's the running back in ball. He rushed for like six yards, like something stupid last year. Okay, Dobbins, Julio, or Godwin. Any of those three stick out to you? Godwin, right? Didn't he say you wanted him? Yeah, so we're going to go Julio. No, I'm taking Godwin. I'm listening to Jam. I'm listening to you, man. You're going to you're gonna see that every single week and go, why the hell did I take that guy? <laughs> I was going to say, you took the, you walked right into the bait, Jam. If I just went, then you would have been, it's called plausible deniability. Uh, 
Now you're as guilty as they come. So we are in. Okay, we will go. Yeah, I'm about to make my fifth and sixth pick back to back. We'll check out after that. That I feel like that's about starting line because I want to get. Well, I still need to talk to you about uh, your uh, basketball etiquette in terms of. Uh... Oh, oh no! Yeah, we can go right now. I got time. Okay. So you in, in your entire time just shooting around playing basketball. Mm-hmm. Say you're rebounding for someone, your buddy misses the shot. Mm-hmm. You have never passed him the ball for him to take a layup. Not once. While you're getting into position for the next shot. Not once. What are you doing in that interim time? I'm going out to get my shot. What do you, well, okay, so you miss your shot. You just slowly walk back to the paint. If I, if I yeah, I go, I get in rebounding position like a man. The, okay, the debate is this, and I think it, it came from I think Discord uh, from close personal friend youngest I believe he was the first person that I believe was talking about it, and we're talking about pickup basketball, like Jam just said you you're shooting around like before a game or whatever. Me and Jam are, me and Jam are shooting around. I take a jumper, I miss it. What's the what? What should what's the correct protocol here? Where I'm from, you miss that shot, you cut to the basket. I just rebounded it, pass you. You get a layup, and then I set up to shoot. And if you don't do that, you're an asshole. <laughs> I've never heard of this way in my life. This has to be regional. It's it's one. I was like, I'm I'm always trying to consider. I was like, okay, what is is this an age thing? I was like, I don't think it's. Basketball is kind of less age, more regional. It's definitely regional. Everybody, I feel like Boston and Chicago are the two places. Northeast, mostly Boston, but Northeast and Chicago are the two places I've heard of this. Literally everywhere else has been like, this is chaos. I Okay, my protocol, I take the jumper, I miss it, you get the rebound, you go shoot it, if you miss it, I get the re- like that. You don't get rewarded for missing, is what I'm saying. I'm on the board here. I'm on the board here. So, ooh, Mike Davis. Ah, I'm going Mike Davis. He's starting in Atlanta, and I don't think he has any competition. I don't think he has any competition at all. And I will maybe get my quarterback next. Okay. Why am I rewarding someone that missed a shot? You're not rewarding them. It's just kind of like get back into like the flow of things. Like say I get the rebound and it's, I'm all the way in the corner. I pass them the ball. They take the layup as I get back into where I want to shoot the ball. Like it's just a just a common courtesy. You're not. It's not like a reward. Courtesy. I, that's the, see. That's really the problem with this AAU uh, participation culture trophy. It was people in my mentions calling for change after a missed shot. You can't get change after a miss. You missed. That's and I, I get people like, hey, it's the flow. Instead of you know me getting the rebound and dribbling out to my shot, it's supposed to be flow. Listen, if we were the 2016 Warriors and the ball's not hitting the ground, maybe so. If we playing on the same court, we're not that good. What if okay, that, so this, ain't, this ain't gonna be no zippity doodah uh the context George is also Brown important. Huh? If there's a full team of play, like if it's if you're playing five on five, like this is much less 
necessarily okay. just like the balls like flying everywhere. If it's just two yeah. guys who are just like shooting around, okay. now it that, just seems like a, a the, the nice thing to do. <laughs> that's and that's where I'm at. I don't hate it. People are like, how do you how do you not get it? It's like I get it. I've just never heard of it. It's like I can't believe you're dying on this hill. Saying that I've never heard of something, that's all right. Well, listen, I'll die on that hill that I've never heard of this before today. And there are rules too. Like if you airball, you don't get a layup. At least okay. like, but then there's some people who don't take a layup. They just take a second shot where it's like, uh, my layup is going to be a second. And that, that my friend is bullshit. That, See, that feels that like, yeah, that, that feels like dirty. It's, it's a, okay. Hold on. I'm back on the line. I'm back on the line. I um, have one friend who would just, he would just take, like not take a layup. Jack. He would just take another three. And then if he made that expected the ball back. And he was an asshole, and but now he's a coach for the Charlotte Hornets. So wait, uh, his second shot, he would take a three. So instead of like taking his layup, his courtesy uh-huh. layup, he would take a he would just take the same th- shot he just missed, and then would make that, no. and then call for ball. No, that's, that's like, no, 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 that's nasty work. We don't, and that that's really what I'm trying to. It's a lot of trust. It's a lot of trust. And I don't trust y'all. This is what this. That's really what this comes down to. I'm. I miss a shot and get rewarded for my shot with some common curry with a layup. But if I hit the layup, I don't get the ball back. It's wild. It feels like the 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 opposite of the the antithesis of the spirit. It's like a, a thank you for rebounding the basketball. Like here's your layup, and now you can I you give it. I, I think that's the difference, man. It, it's a hey, fuck you. Give me my rebound. <laughs> I think that's the decline. I am surprised that this doesn't go the other way. The northern people being mean and the southern people this being nice. I, I, I'm, I'm surprised. I'll give you guys a credit there. But no, if you miss the jumper, you rebound. Your incentive to get another uh, jump, another shot of any kind, jumper, layup, is to rebound the next person's missed shot. I mean, you, you still have to rebound to get your next like jumper, but it's just like a. Y'all I'm going to out to three. You're coming into three. Why not we do a little basketball play, huh? Y'all, well, I, I guess the thing is, if you're only shooting, th- like, did y'all do, like no range, no change? I've never heard that phrase before in my life. Okay, well, it's like <laughs> it could be three. Didn't have to be three. Basically, like if you, if I'm fucking around, and shoot like a five foot jumper, right? You can't call change on that for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, no, if you're not going to shoot like a real fifteen, if you're like, practicing floaters, like, yeah, you just, <laughs> come on, I'm trying to get my euro right. Uh, yeah, if you're taking like a little BS shot or a shot you know you can hit like a seven foot off the glass, off the glass. It's like no range, no change, man. Like we're we're a- not here for you to practice your, your yeah. mic and drill. <laughs> and here, and yeah, that that's why I'm so surprised y'all are so eager to be like, no, practice the mic and drill. No, do it. There you go. Do it. Uh it's chaos to me, man. It's really chaos. And I'm full. That's why I was like, is it age? I know I've been at the pickup game a long time. I was like, but it's there are no new pickup developments, right? Like, there isn't. No, it's the same assholes everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's only new Instagram trainers. Like, that's, that's the only part that's new. Oh, there's uh, people on t- the biggest thing on TikTok that I see is just uh, white dudes going to play pickup and then filming themselves and then being like, these people don't uh, don't think I'm good. And then they highlight, like, edit a video where it's like, turns out I'm pretty good. And it's like, we're blowing up for views. <laughs> I have four points, two boards. Uh, okay, we're still here, and it's actually my pick. I, man, I got a good-ass team. I'm going Justin Herbert here. I'm just now getting my quarterback. This is round seven. 
I'm up again at eight. Pick. Okay, we'll take that one and then we'll get out of here. So okay, I I get it. Like it's a it it is. I think it's in a. It feels like a playing cards thing. Like before you play cards, you establish like what are we playing? Are we pl- Joker's wild? Like you know, it feels like a thing we need to establish. That's what threw me off with that. People are like, this is just common. How do you not know? And it's like, I, I was like, I'm not a, the people who hadn't heard of it had never heard of it. Because, again, it's like, hey, how do you how do you play? Y'all play 11, 21, ones and twos. Call, like, you know, what I'm saying there are different rules. I've never heard the during shoot around. I have an option to get another shot after miss. I've just it's new to me. But again, if going forward, it's like, hey, we play. Is it a, is there a catchy name? No range, no change. Make it, take it. Is there a catch? It needs a catchy name. It's, it's just like, give me my layup. That's <laughs> <laughs> why it hasn't stuck. It needs a, it needs a catchy name. But yeah, you need to establish that. Like, okay, we're playing uh, BFF ball. Like, I just want you to do well. I want you to have a good layup. It has to be uniform up. across because if you show up and everyone's giving layup, and then you're the asshole, just doesn't that's, pass. It, it's that's like, when I, okay, so that's why I'm like, what? How would I be the asshole? But I get it. And it'd be the like if you walked into court down here, I walked into court up there, it'd be the same. Like, I just take the shot and they run me out the gym. And rightfully so. These are the you got to know the customs where you're at. Okay, my last pick. I need another wide receiver. I will go with Curtis Samuel because I need a wide receiver. Um, Okay. I feel good about my team, Jam. I don't have any Patriots yet. Yet. Uh, they're, never, they're never good at fantasy football. No, the worst. Tom Brady. Um, but you're not, I mean. Even him, he's not like much of a stats yeah, guy. He, I mean, a, he's not standing out like outside of like a couple years. Um, my team is Justin Herbert at quarterback. My running backs are Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb, Mike Davis, and Josh Jacobs. Who I got, I think. Yeah, three of those guys rush for a thousand yards. I think four of those guys are going to be starters. So I don't have like no second bananas. My wide receiver, so Allen Robinson, Chicago, they get an upgrade in quarterback. Chris Godwin is Tom Brady. Curtis Samuel, he get Fitzpatrick, who he'll put it up there. Um, I do. I don't have a tight end though. That's I need to figure that out. But that's in like a hundred picks. We'll figure that out. Gosh, I got. We might have to agree to disagree on this, man, because this pickup stuff really, it really did rack my brain. And the timeline, hey, the the timeline. Every once in a while, it's those to- like the harmless topics that where people are up in arms, but it's generally harmless. This was one of those. People feel had, strongly about it. I've never had my intel- my like intelligence. You never play ball. You never play. And I looked at the locations like uh, Milford. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> or Milton. Was it Milton? There's both. <laughs> are they both in Massachusetts though, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I was yeah. like, how the fuck did he just pull Milford? Out yeah. Here? Hey, real creative, guys. Uh <laughs> There's Tilford, there's Milton, there's Milton, there's Tilford, uh, there's Mill Mill, and there's Mill Till. Uh, Millpool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to be honest, though. When I first saw your take on it, I was upset. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> and then I looked back and your original tweet was like, I had never heard of it. And I go, oh, this is interesting from a sociological yeah, perspective. That's the thing. That's where I get it now. Because it's a thing there is. There's one line of very like you have a take on this. If you were in or around it, you have a take on this. And it's very much either. Yes, of course, you give the layup or no. Why would you give the layup? I don't think I saw one. Oh, I think it's fair if you establish it beforehand. You know, if everybody knows it. No, we're not here for it. 
We're that we're not here for that. So when like, you yeah. play pickup, do you have the guy who is uh, a total ball hog and then screams at his teammates and then doesn't try on defense at all and is talking the whole game? Again, that's how you know pickup is one everywhere and two eternal because you could talk. We got this conversation right now with somebody that's 12 years old playing pickup ball and somebody that's 82 years old from different parts of the country. And that's where it'd be like, yeah, that guy's an asshole. Every single person would be like, yeah, that guy's the one person would be like, no, nah, that guy's not. A, I've never played with that guy. It's like, you're, you, that, yeah, <laughs> you're that motherfucker, huh? That uh, It was you, uh, Allen Iverson. You the one that showed up. The problem with that guy yeah. is that he's uh, can generally knock down threes. And it's yeah. like, I hate fucking playing with this guy, but he just got eight threes. <laughs> uh, man, that's the thing. Okay. Be honest with yourself. Great, and we'll, we'll get out of after this. Grade yourself as a pickup basketball player. Uh, on what scale? And just uh, uh, A, B, C, D, F. Well, I would say I'm a B minus. Okay, I got no offensive game. Um, Who do you play I, like? Peyton Pritchard. Uh, no, not Peyton Pritchard. I would say like a. Like Draymond Green, just like I'm not nearly that leg on defense, but that's my offensive bag. Is like, okay. oh, I can I can throw a nice pass, and I'll like generally know what I'm doing on defense, and I'll uh-huh. like because I have no offensive skill, I feel like I have to make up for it in sure. like defensive know how and like hustle. And so I would say my jump shot does look like Draymond Green's, uh, but yeah, no, I'm purely defense energy person, uh, and that's, that's all fair. I can do. Yeah, no, that's fair. I was like, yeah, my that was my. Like I used to say, I was like, listen, I'm pickup Shane Battier. Nobody thinks they want Shane pickup Shane Battier until you get pickup. You know what I'm saying? You're pickup Shane Battier in that you were looking at all the analytics of the pickup game yeah. beforehand. I, I had to maximize your potential. I said, I know New Balance shoes. I know <laughs> what you're trying to get away with. Um, no, I move the ball. I know I can't dribble, but I don't try. Like it's not a. It's not a weakness if I don't try. Y'all don't have enough. Y'all gonna leave me alone like Tony said. I'll shoot it now. I can wide open jumper. Please give me that. I can shoot the three. Like I was kind of early on the corner three because I realized nobody guarded that area. A lot of air balls went into that. A lot of air balls. But yeah, I move. I move my feet on defense. I'm not locking up anybody, but I move my feet. I keep my hands up. Like I don't pickups just one of the things like the the more people are playing, the better a pickup player I am. If it's two on two, I'm not that you don't want me there. If it's well, five on a lot five, of running and things like that. No, five on five, you can hide on offense. Yeah. Five you can do just enough. It's like, hey, listen, you're better than me, but like on this possession, I'm bigger than you. Sometimes that's like all it comes down to. Or you're faster than me. Like, you know what I'm saying? So more people, uh, C plus like two people incomplete. The worst is when you get a team where it just shakes out that you're like the most talented person on the team. And you're like, yeah. you have, you're looking to me to create offense off yeah. the dribble. Well, that's is <laughs> <laughs> the worst when in however you d- decide to shoot around before shoot around, you just so happen to be hot. You know what I mean? You're just like, oh man. New court, you're hot. It's like, oh, okay. yeah, no, nah, yeah, I'll take green shirt. <laughs> no, no, that was that was a fluke, man. I, uh, I'm closer to a thirty four percent. I'm real. I'm really not that good of a shooter. Um, yeah, no, nah, that that's pretty bad too. But 
Also, I like how everybody at the end can hate on the guy that took all the shots. Because he used, like, he'd get mad and leave first. Uh, and everybody's like, what a dickhead. And then everybody, they, like, we all hold hands eat popcorn. Is that how y'all do pickup? Is that is that a Boston thing? Popcorn at the, after every game? Everybody's popcorn? Yeah. Okay. I, I felt like that's standard. Are you telling me you eat popcorn with people you don't pass a layup to? Like, there's a camaraderie built in. (laughs) Listen, I I don't need your life story, honey. I just need, you know what I'm saying? I just hit me with the open jumper. Uh, Yeah, that was, uh, I didn't know pickup. I like it. I like, I think we need more random, like, uh, y'all go to 21, ones or twos. Those Those are played out. I need more. Hey, after a guy misses a shot, do you reward him? That, that's the type. That's my type of. Uh, yeah, more pickup, just quirks and nuances. <laughs> yeah, the, the the nuance um, of the game. So, appreciate a close person to friend youngest, who I think brought this abomination to the timeline. I wish him ill will. Shout out to Zaila Avant Garde, who I didn't even mention. I'm a huge name person, and you talk about just nailing a name. Come it's on. Her- Parents' last name avant garde, or they just went like we're go like new last name. I'm, like it, it's a. I was like seriously, but again, it's a new. Like she's from New Orleans. Like I think it's just a, probably some Creole in her heritage. I think her name's just Zaila Avant Garde, and I cannot wait to see Avant Garde on the back of a jersey. That's going to be tremendous. Is she Free. baby? Is she baby girl of the week? I didn't want to spoil her, but she's baby girl of the week. Woo! She's baby girl of the week. You. Damn it, Jan. Sometimes I can pull one past you. Sometimes I can pull one past you. Not this week. You, you were criticizing yeah. my scrolling earlier. I knew I had to I, step up. <laughs> you redeemed yourself. Now, she's baby girl of the week. She's not even, now I'll say this, Kentucky should absolutely be in the running. Like, the only reason LSU offered this is for the basketball. Let's not be. LSU, don't, LSU would rather her play four years of basketball than her become a rocket scientist and go on <laughs> to work for NASA. Um so why she can't do that at Kentucky? They're trying to get him before UConn. She's in the SEC. Be a real shame. You know, like uh, it's been a big week for you, Zayla. I saw she was at the ESPYs. The, the basketball stuff's going viral. The spelling. They still beat. do the ESPYs? They still do the ESPYs. Um, she was there. Best team. <laughs> the best team for the best team for the best team. I'm like, they didn't even win a championship. Uh they were just really cool. What does that mean? But be a shame. Uh, ask Devin Booker how it feels to be recip- constant recipient of baby boy in the week. He's in the finals, Ayla. So just something to consider. Something to consider. Baby girl of the week. It, I'm just just something to consider. You don't get it all. You got it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we got to entice you to sign with the university. So shout out to her. Keep killing shit. Shout out to Super Producer Jam. Go play the puppy. I got to finish my team. I think it's like, it's tough, man. When you get like, yeah, like it's still not my turn. I'm up next. Wait, we're going to close this out with one last pick from me. Get a tight uh, end. I need a tight end. Okay, I am on the board. It's looking like Mike Gasicki from the Dolphins. I remember he's solid. Or Irv Smith. I know he's a bad. I, I just... I'll take starters. I feel like I will take like a starter, even on a bad team over like a, like he's the second tight end, but on the chiefs, they'll, he'll get a lot of looks and it's like, no, he won't. In theory, he's, uh, 
he'll be open, but so is Tyreek Hill. When Tyreek Hill is open, he's gonna get the like. Okay, so I got a good team. I got a good team. I need a lot from Gasicki, but if John who's there on the back end, he's still it. I might double. I might double back tight end. But appreciate everyone for listening. We will catch you next time. Oh wait, we didn't even do finals picks. It was too much to talk about. Okay, one quick, one quick finals pick. One quick finals pick. It's too much to talk about, Jan. Because now we had your five point system, and now it's. I did, and then it turned out to be twelve points. Um, Thank God I didn't pick four first. (laughs) (laughs) No Scott Foster, so I think we're back to normal. This game is pivotal in this series. I am going Chris Paul over nine assists. I am going Giannis over 52 and a half points, rebounds, assists. Like if he's just going to keep doing 40 of that, the points way, well. He only needs three assists then because he's going to. Hey, you know what I'm saying? He doesn't really. (laughs) He's doing just 40 and 10 automatically. He can stumble into that. Drew Holiday went over for me. He's kind of streaky. I'm going, I think he goes over again. His over was uh, 32 and a half points, rebounds, assists. So Chris Paul, nine assists. Giannis, 52 and a half PRA, points, rebounds, assists, over. Drew Holiday, 32 and a half PRA, over. Smashing some overs. Hoping for a good pivotal, critical, must win, knockout, drag down, Barn burn of a game for game four. And we'll see you next time.